and welcome to the Podcast Podcast. The podcast where we podcast about podcasts. I'm Dita. And I'm Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Dita. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing quite all right, actually. I made a trip to the lumber yard today, and now my trunk is full of wood, and I'm going to build a shelf. And I realized that. So we have a friend who likes to dye their hair green. The other weekend was very impulsively like, I need all the the supplies right now so I can dye my hair green right now. And I realized I am that, but like with the hardware store and DIY things. Yeah, I actually need to go to the hardware store probably this week. I need to make a little shelf to go um, beneath the car seat so that my dog can have like an extended lying area for a road trip we're going to do. Yeah, she needs more space because she's a big girl now. Speaking of your big girl dog, she turned two. She did. My little my little back of the van tweaker dog is now two and no longer lives in the back of the van or with a tweaker. <laughs> no, and she's a big girl. She is. So the origin story of this dog, right? I have this this beautiful blue nose pit named Lily. Is that she was born in the back of a tweaker's van. And uh, the tweaker was like trying to sell her as like this purebred dog. And a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Um, got her and a litter mate out of there before they died because two of her litter mates had already died. And I got her within like a week of moving into this house that I moved into specifically to get a dog because it has a yard. And so uh, she was itty bitty. She was five weeks old. She was barely weaned. And now she's two years old and absolutely the best dog ever. I will say for a pit bull, she is on the small side. Oh, she's teeny. She's medium sized and not big sized. And it's perfect. And she got a big old noggin. Which is the best, because I hug it every day. But uh, we had a birthday party for her on Saturday, and it was actually really nice. Yeah, it was like our last good day of weather before we hit uh, our 13th or 14th section of winter this year. (laughs) And as we record this, by the way, it's May 2nd, and it was cold. It was snowing up on the hills. Oh yeah, I got rained on today. Yeah, it's winter again. I turned the heater on again. To be fair, I feel like the last few years, it has been winter in May fairly consistently. Yeah, but we haven't even gotten spring. We had like three good warm days. We'll have spring in July, and then we'll have fire season. (laughs) No, we're just going to skip straight to summer, I swear. But yeah, uh, this weekend, it was was still sunny, and it was nice. And so... um, a bunch of friends came over to my place, which is kind of hard to get to. So it was really cool that everyone came up and we barbecued and we sat around and we argued whether brownies are cake or not. And we gave uh, my dog a bunch of food and she hung out until she got tired. And it was a really fun day. Yeah, it was a lovely day. Uh, one of our friends made Lily a birthday cookie. I hesitate to call it a cake because it didn't have much lift. Yeah, I also hesitate to call it a cookie because it was gigantic. It was as big as her <laughs> head. Her head is big. But uh, it's quite the interesting concoction. Uh, Was it chicken stock, peanut butter, and oats? So chicken stock and peanut butter for the frosting, and then it was a peanut butter and oat cookie. I thought there was also chicken stock in the cookie. No, it's just peanut butter Uh, and oat with a little bit of egg and flour to, like, bind it. Um, She left me the recipe, and she left me a couple extra cookies, too. And let me tell you, those cookies are the high-value treat in this household. (laughs) My cat has discovered those cookies, and um, my cat, just this week, has learned to beg from the dog. And so uh, whenever like I'm preparing food now, the cat comes out and yells at me until she gets something, whether or not I'm cooking something she can eat. I guess you can teach an old cat new tricks. 
Oh yeah, she's she's smart as heck. I taught her to come when I whistle years ago, and she still does it. So yeah, she's, you got some smart pets. I mean, Lily's kind of a dum dum, but she's also very smart. She's incredibly smart. Like she can learn tricks really well, and she listens good. She just has a lot of dumbass moments, mm-hmm. which is fine. I've been like slowly working on getting her to sit for pets when I'm there or for strangers because Lisa can't really do that because she doesn't she likes to use human bodies to parkour yeah she doesn't jump up on me though yeah well so that's why you can't do it yeah when I come home she doesn't hop um sometimes she'll stretch up and like put her legs towards my shoulder because I'm short and like lick my face but that's not hopping no but so with me and other people when she's excited she will she you know use us to do a little dance off of but I started implementing the procedure of, I I got it from some dog person online, uh, asking her to sit before petting her and, you know, not, not pushing her away, not shoving her, not scolding her when she jumps on me, just trying to ignore the bad behavior. And she picked it up really quickly. And then when the friends were there this last weekend, uh, we had them do the same thing. And I mean, by the end of the day, she was doing it for everyone. So I was very proud. Oh yeah. She's smart as heck. I taught her the command woof in like an hour from her not knowing what I wanted and getting frustrated and barking at me and then me rewarding it, she got it instantly. She's a good girl. She is. She's the best. And she's two now. She's an adult. She's got to start paying rent. <laughs> if I can just get her to stop barking at 4 a.m., that'll be rent enough. Uh, can we blame the goose or is this just a lily problem? Um, this is a uh, animals are moving around and it's springtime. So she's barking mm. at things in and near the yard. Mm, fun. Yeah. Yeah, skunks and possums like to use the neighbor's yard, like, next to my window as a highway. Mm. So she's out there barking all night, and, um, yeah. Well, happy birthday, Lily Beans. We love you. She's the best dog I've ever had. So, the way this works is, every week we roll dice to select a platform, a category, and then a show. We listen to two different episodes each and come here to compare what we listen to and give our thoughts on it. So what's on the hook this week? This week, we rolled our dice and reeled in Waveform, the MKBHD podcast, which at the time of rolling was number 14 in technology on Apple. From the website, MKBHD has made a name for himself on YouTube, reviewing everything from the newest smartphones to cameras to electric cars, pulling from over 10 years of experience covering the tech industry. MKBHD and co-host Andrew Manganelli will keep you informed and entertained as they take a deep dive on the latest and greatest in tech and what deserves your hard-earned cash. New episodes every week. So this is our first podcast on the Vox Media Network. Um, Their show page, while not as robust as some of the websites we've seen on most podcasts, actually has information. There's a blurb for each host, uh, which is a definite improvement over our last couple episodes. Um, And each host has their own page, too. This podcast features Marquez Brownlee, a.k.a. MKBHD, which I looked up because, like, why why all these letters? His initials are MKB and then HD for high F- high definition. Uh, yeah. So I gotta say, like, when when your initials are harder to say than just your name, you may be doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like an old chat thing handle, yeah, probably. old chat handle. But also, like during the show, he just is called Marquez. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, and then he just refers to himself as MKBHD. I think that's just the brand. Yeah, I think he does that when he's talking about like him as a company. Yeah, which is fine. Like it, it makes sense. Yeah. 
Anyway, this podcast features Marquez Brownlee, Andrew Manginelli, and David Imel. And what they do is they talk about tech stuff and tech news, and I really liked it. Yeah, um, it's it's very much like a review show specifically about um, tech, uh, and they, they really do cover quite the range. Um, the, you know, they were talking, the episodes I listened to, they talked about um, AI chatbots in their very informs. Uh, so apparently Bing still exists. And also, its chatbot is better than Google's at the moment. Yeah, but you have to download Microsoft Edge to use it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's how they get you. Yeah, because, you know, no one's going to use that willingly. <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, I have a Mac. Like, I guess I could try and use it at work, but I don't want to. I think, yeah, I, just, um, I refuse. But I just, I think, okay, so aside from the fact that you have to download Edge, I do think it's funny that, like, so far their chatbot is more functional than google's although apparently like google's has a big old warning on the bottom saying hey we're still working on this it might say some bad things take well, it with and, a grain um, of salt i use DuckDuckGo as my search engine Is and it? uh that's actually bing based it's not google based huh yeah that's why you sometimes can get different results yeah um so bing does still exist things use it no one actually uses bing itself i don't think because why it's kind of like using Windows. Like, a lot of people still use Windows. But, you know, are we using Microsoft computers? Not really. I had a Microsoft computer at work, and it was the worst computer I've ever used. My mom had one of those uh, Microsoft smartphones when they were still trying their hand at that. It was awful. Conversely, though, um, because I like video games, I think we've established, mm-hmm. Um the Microsoft Series S and X is my favorite Microsoft console uh, huh. so far. Like, I had the Xbox, I had the 360, I had the Xbox One, um, and all of them are okay. I liked the original Xbox, but, like, the, the other two were just, like, meh. Uh-huh. Uh, the Xbox Series S that I have gets way more use than anything else I own. Huh. For games and media, mostly media. I always forget that Microsoft owns Xboxes. Yeah, and, like, they did... I don't know what, how they did it, but I th- it probably has to do with, like, their Game Pass um, concept where, like, you pay 16 or 15 or $16 a month and can just play 300 games. Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm willing to do that. It's less than uh, the price of a s- half a game at GameStop. Yeah, games are $70 now. Oh, ouch. Yeah, um. you can thank Sony for that one. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, they also discussed electric vehicles, uh, which I, I listened to, but I mean, we can get into it more. Yeah, I actually enjoyed their their discussion of electric vehicles because the, the portion I heard was um, like Apple CarPlay and Android Auto in conjunction with electric vehicles. Huh, interesting. Vehicle navigation systems and vehicle infotainment systems, I guess they're called, are really not that great. Oh, no, they're terrible. They're at the point where, like, if it doesn't have Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I haven't used either of those because I don't have a new enough car to have either of those things. <laughs> but um, it was a really interesting, like, discussion and stuff like that. And, like, I have driven vehicles that have, like, built-in Bluetooth connectivity. And it's it's fine. But, yeah, yeah. it would be interesting to, like, see the, the, the cross-play between, like, Apple CarPlay because I have Apple and whatever their infotainment system is and whatever car they're playing they're using. 
So my car does have Apple CarPlay, and it is the only reason I have kept the console because uh, the particular car manufacturer that I my car comes from is known to have bad co- like digital consoles. Like it's like a running theme, and there are other models that are there are currently like class action suits about their consoles. It has a lot of glitches. Updating the software requires you to like go into uh, a dealership, um, but the Apple CarPlay works fantastically, uh, and so it's fine by me. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, haven't had a chance to use it. Um, I drive a '96 Tacoma that <laughs> I put in aftermarket stereo. That's like one of those little ones with all the lights on it and all the buttons. There's no screen. I- it makes noises. Does it have an auxiliary port? No, it has Bluetooth. Oh, well, good enough. Yeah, uh, my phone doesn't have an auxiliary port. Uh, fair. Yeah, mine doesn't either. No. <laughs> I almost forget that. <laughs> we have the same phone. So you're saying, though, is that like your OG console in your car sucks. Therefore, yeah. Apple CarPlay. Just like yep. these guys said. All right. Yep, pretty much. Uh, they were also talking about like some of the newer models of electric vehicle and like they're hoping for smaller models and like hopefully the sedan size models have hatchbacks uh which you know hopefully uh another thing that came up a couple of times between the episodes i listened to was like talking about subscription models these you know tech companies trying to figure out you know where to pull profits from because i guess their rates of growth are shrinking and I, I'm, you know, as previously discussed on other episodes, I am not the, uh, I, I am not the audience for that kind of chat. Cause I'm like, or you could just, I don't know, not pursue money forever and ever and ever. <laughs> just, uh, not the chat for me. And then the one thing that they did talk about that I actually had an issue with was the CEO of YouTube, uh, is stepping down. Um, and so they were kind of talking about how a lot of creators have, you know, become very frustrated with YouTube over the years. And they were saying that, you know, well, let's look at it and it's doing so much better than other platforms. And I'm like, that's not a good measure. <laughs> the bar is on the floor. Just because YouTube is doing better than Twitch doesn't mean that YouTube is doing well. It means that Twitch is currently on fire. And they were also talking about how... I don't want to go into like a whole description of adpocalypse, but there was a thing that happened with YouTube a few years back where they were getting pushback from um, some of their advertisers. And so they changed the rules for who could monetize and um, you know what content was monetizable, how big your channel had to be, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of creators lost money. Um, but also the rules are actually not that fair. And so these guys were talking about how, well, oh, they treat every creator the same. And I was like, I know for a fact they do not because some channels I watch are like actively suing YouTube because they are not, you know, they are a, a monopoly uh, basically in that sphere and they don't apply their rules fairly across creators. And so like a lot of queer creators uh, were getting f- demonetized for speaking about being queer well youtube has certain keywords that if you say them you basically get demonetized immediately Mm -hmm. and it's just wild and a lot of them are queer adjacent frequently queer adjacent 
but so to like to hear three i mean i you know i don't know how they identify but three cishet presenting guys talk about how their you know tech podcast uh has not <laughs> been dinged it's like i feel like you guys might be missing some stuff this podcast is kind of similar to the yard where it's like this is three guys talking on a youtube channel that's also a podcast but it is completely different in every other aspect and so much better oh yeah they they talk at a reasonable volume there's a little bit of talking over each other but they also have a purpose in what they're saying they spend a while talking about whatever they're talking about they're very explicit in like what their topics are and you can follow along very easily and even if you have no knowledge about tech you'll still be able to understand what the heck they're talking about and they'll also like pause and describe things for the like audio audience which i really appreciated because i was not watching it on youtube same i was working on my truck because that's what i do now yeah it was it was good and like their voices are very calm um, I actually did, I sped them up to like one and a quarter because it was almost too slow. And I was like, you guys, like, <laughs> this is very zen. This is very pleasant. But like, I need this to go a little faster. And actually like putting them at one and a quarter speed was like the perfect like speaking speed for me. Yeah, I listened to one episode while I was doing something. And like, I kind of zoned it out. I think it was driving. And then I listened to the other episode while I was like doing work, trying to disassemble a vehicle. Yeah, it was it was a lot easier the second time because I had like something for my hands to do while I listened to them. Mm -hmm. So Marquez came out with a custom sneaker that he collaborated on with like the CEO of Reddit. Ooh, slash that's husband cool. of I believe Serena Williams. Sounds about right. Yeah, um, and that was really cool because he was talking about um, the differences between being the product reviewer, which he usually is. And the product creator, which he suddenly found himself as. And that was neat. And they kind of discussed different reviews everybody did. Uh, Linus Tech Tips, which is a tech-focused YouTube channel that I have watched too many hours of, reviewed his shoes. <laughs> and like someone That's else kind of cool. told him about it and stuff like that. And a lot of people had fun with it. And that was kind of cool. Um, they talked about phones a lot. And they had a really good discussion about how we all just want longer battery lives on our phones. Yes, please. Like, the iPhone has, like, this camera that sticks out, you know, a couple millimeters. Why don't we just make the whole phone that thickness and give me give us a little extra, you know, battery? Hey, no, there's a thought. Right? Like, that was a good discussion. I can't let that one go in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be nice. I'd like my, my, my phone to be able to last. <laughs> right? Yeah, it, that was a really good point. Uh, I just, I don't know. I liked the stuff they talk about. I, I kind of follow tech news as it is anyway. It's true. I did. I forgot. I wanted to talk about something just because I thought it was kind of funny. So they were they were talking about uh, social media and uh, the state of affairs. But one of the things they um, brought up was, I guess there's this process uh, called carcinization, which is um crabs. Yeah, everything becomes, becomes crabs. crabs. And yes. so they were. And so they were like, "What is the carcinization for social media?" And they like were like Tumblr. <laughs> it's just like actually i think the carcinization of social media is tiktok because everything's getting those reels and those quick videos now well but that's that is like what is currently happening but like the general state of affairs you know aside from market value no i refuse i refuse to acknowledge well because <laughs> the tumblrification okay so where are my threads of comments on on stuff that like 
you know nest nests like that reddit does that but youtube but you know a lot of other ones like facebook and instagram and all that stuff really don't they do whereas not. they all do have that video component now it's true yeah well uh <laughs> as someone still on tumblr i hope nobody else joins and that it just because it's become a very zen platform where like the people who are on it are the people who want to be there and they're not just like trying it out for funsies um so there's not like a lot of growth it's very stable and i kind of like it yeah because like the learning curve is too high for it at this point like that's why i don't like tumblr i don't like its format yeah i have my tumblr page where i talk about one tv show and it works great (laughs) yep nope i refuse to go on it i don't like it and it's all yours you can keep it forever uh well i'll keep it until the show ends oh jeez. Which uh, they just got um, renewed, but um, I guess, so currently it airs on Fox, and because of recent developments, Fox is having to fix its budget. (laughs) Also, there's a writer's strike that started today, so good luck. Yeah, Um, but so Fox was like, we cannot afford to renew this show, and I guess technically they were licensing it from Disney, so now it's just going to be on ABC. (laughs) Like That's too complicated. But also, I stand with writers, as I have at least one family member in the Writers Guild. I really wish, you know, I think unionization is a good thing. And one of the few sectors that it's working well in to this day is the film and television industry. And anytime something like this happens, I kind of am like, can we all just take a take a leaf from their book? Can we, can we try that, that out? Because it seemed to be working pretty well for them. I don't know, it lasted, what, 100 days last time? Something like that. But there was also... No, I'm all for it. Like, strike, get your money, get your benefits. Also, Hollywood needs to do better. Well, yes, absolutely. But there was, um... Was it last year or two years ago? Everything bleeds together now. IATSE, uh, which is, like, there are all, of, like, the the tech people on sets. So your makeup artists and your costumers and all that kind of people were about to go on strike. And at the last minute, they got a new contract. And I'm just like, see? Look! Unions. So you folks can probably tell we don't have too much to say about this podcast. It's fine. It's about technology. It's about technology news. Yeah. They're inoffensive for the most part. Like You liked it a lot fine. more than I did. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally going to keep listening to it. It's great background noise. I think the, th- the issue I ran into this is like, even though it's pleasant, I just, I don't care. <laughs> but it was, so it almost made it like harder to listen to because like, I can hate listen. But I was just like, this is fine. I don't like it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. You know, I think if I was in the market for something like I probably will be needing a new computer in the next year or so. Like I might try and find, you know, when they've talked about recent computer developments. Oh, no, you're. I'm just going to make you talk to me and I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what you need. I feel like if I had like specific things I wanted to hear about. Kind of like we talked about with like, um, this is a financial feminist where it's like, if there's a specific thing you want more information on, like this may be a good source. Fair. I don't know. I think about this stuff a lot. I do follow technology news. It's like one of my like saved sections and like whatever news aggregate I'm using this week. <laughs> yes, I'll be fine. This will kind of repl- this could actually probably replace that. And mm. uh, yeah, give me something to listen to while I get dragged around the neighborhood by a two year old dog. I always feel like we have, like, so much more to talk about when we don't like something. (laughs) Well, yeah, because it's, think about this, too. Like, you always think about your worst days instead of your best days because it's so easy to focus on the negative stuff. 
It's true. And like it's it's fun to focus on the good stuff too, but like the the slightly okay stuff, the stuff that's like good but not fantastic, it's going to be hard to talk about because like there's no real bones to pick and there's really nothing to like sing the praises of, but it's fine. Like this is a good technology review podcast. Um all three hosts seem very knowledgeable and smart. They're not obnoxious, which is a huge point for me because I really have a hard time with um people being loud for no reason especially if there's more than two two uh podcast folks so yeah it's fine and they did good like backing up and explaining stuff which was which was nice i didn't feel like i needed to listen to the whole back catalog to understand anything which for like a couple of the podcasts that we've covered i felt like i needed to start at the beginning to understand what the heck they were talking about yeah well i think some of that is just like the benefits of being a topical podcast yeah. They are talking about the things as they exist in now. Like maybe they might be covering something they've been covered before. And so like you might not have all of the background, but like you said, they're pretty good about filling in the gaps. Yeah. They stay on topic. Like they obviously they have a list of things they're gonna discuss, which is nice because um this does remind me a lot of the yard, and the yard was like the antithesis of everything I want in a <laughs> podcast. So it's like, oh, they're staying on topic. Oh, they're kind of talking over each other, but they're doing it politely and in calm voices. Oh, they're not fully making fun of each other all the time. I will say, like, uh, my one tiny little bone to pick that's like, uh, it's not that big a deal. Is like, this podcast is long. Oh, gosh, yes. It took forever for me to finish the second one. Because they talk about things in, like, a very specific order in a very neat way, they could break most of these episodes up into two. Yeah. Oh, and one part I do love about their episodes um, that we haven't mentioned yet is that they have a quiz. Oh, that part. There's a trivia portion. And that's the best part because they'll ask you like, uh, what was the first combination of a PDA and a phone that also had fax features? And you have to try to figure it out. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea. But this is great. Yeah. uh, One of the ones was like, uh, in 2021, which name was more common? Girls named Siri or boys named Anakin. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, so like the the quiz portion, definitely the very best part of their podcast. And the <laughs> fact that you get the answers at the end, even better. I kind of want them to do a separate like little quiz show. Right? Like I'll play along. Sounds sounds good. Yeah, I, I want to try to figure this stuff out because it, it, there's a wide variety of topics and they're interesting questions. They make you think. Yeah, like, it's fun. Oh, and, and one of the episodes I listened to, like, they did a little segment where like each of them came in with, like, a new thing they'd been playing around with and got to talk about it. Like, it's, it's pleasant. Yeah, it's a totally, it's a totally okay podcast. Very benign. Yeah. So I think that kind of sums up our thoughts on Waveform and NKBHD podcast. Do you have yeah. any final thoughts to add? No, I will not be listening to this probably, but, like... I have nothing against it. It's just not for me. Yeah, I'll probably keep it in my rotation for when I run out of other stuff. I I will say, like, I could see, listen, like, honestly, their voices are very pleasant. Like, putting this on at, like, bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) This was was good uh, working on the truck. This would be also good, like, cleaning the house podcast. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, I'm doing something with my hands and moving around, and I don't need to pay full attention to it. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Ah, that that's our conclusion. It's yeah. fine. Uh-huh. If you like tech, listen to this one. Well, that concludes this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to talk to us, our website is podcastpodcast.fish. 
our email is podcastfisherman at gmail.com and we're on twitter and instagram at podpodfish music is by the incomparable evan speakman who you can find on instagram as at speakman recording episode is edited by me lisa logo and associated artwork is by me dita we'll be back with fresh catch next week bye, bye.